kind of went out through puberty after college. <laughs> <laughs>
I was impressed. I don't know about this week. You don't impress me much. That should be my song. Right. Well, it you down. just ruined it. Right. Uh, yeah. Uh, speaking on Twitter, we are still doing that giveaway. Yeah. So full art, the Great Henge, and a proxy full art, and a quip to toothbrush. <laughs> oh, not the vibrating part. The top just part the top of it. Part. Lowry's. Quip toothbrush. It's still I have that it's he like got in from a, Wizards. It's so it's bubble. actually from Wizards yeah. to Lowry. Yeah, and then to one of you guys. Because yeah. I don't know what to do with it. <laughs> so stupid. If if you just retweet this and say I w- could use this, you might randomly win. Yeah. <laughs> at we a gotta, higher percentage. By this point, randomly we have our, our link of the tweet that you need to retweet, and you just need to retweet that again. <laughs> and I will send it out on each episode. I'll send that out again so you can retweet it. Give it another shot. And each retweet enters you into a chance at winning either the top part of a quip toothbrush or i think that's uh, the biggest prize right there and potentially a super surprise from larry if the quip toothbrush gets more retweets than the. i literally haven't thought about this any harder since last week uh well that's that's because it's like two hours ago it's a maybe (laughs) so all right well uh and then the other thing is go to youtube subscribe there that's a free way to support our podcast gmail give us song suggestions more anal questions and then patreon you can even do a love letter Love letter. We haven't that. had one of those in a while. Yeah. So, or you can just write us a love letter. Like yeah. Something. That, we'll read it. If you say read my opinion on you guys, and if it's mean, we'll read it. Anyway <laughs> we'll read too. it anyways. Yeah. God, I love you. I hate you. Dick. Letter. <laughs> uh, and then patrons, uh, the way that you can support the show financially, and then also get some sweet proxies in the process. So yeah. why don't we jump into the episode because we talk a lot and because last week's we can, episode was supposed to be only like an hour and we still went like an hour 30, 40. Yeah. And my, my wife says that we can go pretty long, but Bullshit. she doesn't she doesn't mean this. <laughs> no, she does mean this. She gets tired. She tells me to go to bed constantly. Go, go Shut bed. up. <laughs> All right. So why don't we start off with our top five cards to cut? So I came up, I told you this uh, months ago as well. The title of this one, I want I want it to be called the Maybe Team. The Maybe <laughs> Team? Kind of like the A Team, but uh, the Maybe gotcha. Team. Gotcha, that's why you extended the A. Yeah. Gotcha. Not very funny. <laughs> I think it is. I like that you're enjoying it so much. That's a good one. <laughs> no, it's not. All right, should we do a back and forth style type of uh, top five? We thing? can do that. It's not in any particular order, but uh, since it's your idea, yeah, why don't you start us off? Okay, so I'm going to start off with uh, similar cards: Catacomb Sifter and Reaper. So you're of the a cheater. Wilds. You're using two they're, cards. They're very similar. They're like the same thing. Like I look at one, I see the other. Not like mad, if I'm, I'm using just one, disappointed. Okay. Catacomb Sifter is whenever you have a creature die, you get to scry one. It comes in with a Eldrazi Scion. Reaper of the Wilds is whenever anybody has a creature die, you get to scry one. So, like, that's what I'm looking at. And so, it's kind of like... Oh, are they that- normally, when you're cutting, are they both sitting there and you're like, uh, both of you gone? Yeah, for the most part. Like, they're, they're considered the same card. They would be repeatability. It's just kind of like, I, I, I very similar... The thought is, like... Is that good enough? Why am I not just playing like there are there are some creatures of like whenever a, a creature dies you draw a card. Mm-hmm. That's probably what I should be playing over there, and I don't end up playing those. But for some reason, the scry ones pull me a bit more. Maybe because it's mana cost. Maybe because I like the green black. Uh, so I don't I don't really know what's pulling me, but for some reason I like those cards, and they just never really make it into a deck. So so is it ne- neither one of them been in a deck? I I don't think I, I can remember a time where I've had them in a deck, especially not on this. Mm-hmm. So that that's kind of where I'm at right there. Well, my first one. You happen to put in, I think, two decks. I'm getting good at it. You say you want to play with it. I'm like, yeah, that's a good idea. I'll do that. So it's one I've talked about a bunch. It's Assemble the Legion. Yeah. Uh, It's three colorless uh, red, white, red, white. And then each turn you put a muster counter on it. And then you put that many 1-1 soldiers into play Mm -hmm. with haste. With haste. Um, The card's ridiculous. And I try to put it in. 
I, I got to give this credit here is I don't play a lot of red white together in the combo. So <laughs> that's also it. But the times that I do, it's always been there and it just doesn't fit in the deck. Yeah, of what like I'm you're doing. a Kiri line slinger, like the partner commander yeah. one. Like that's a equipment deck. Exactly. You- I had it. It was one of the last cut because I was like, <laughs> I have to fit this in. It's red and white and I love this card. So yeah, that card is, it's amazing. Yeah, I think for me like i generally the the times that i have used it it's for um like it's great in token decks mm-hmm. and like a red white so like it's in my marissi deck breaker of the coil it's in my feather deck um and sometimes it's just like do i need something that's going to give me a lot of bodies just so i can block or if i can be more aggressive and that that's what it allows to happen and well it, it's a non-threatening thing in the beginning and then yeah, that it thing is turns slow. very threatening after a couple yeah, turns. After in. three turns, you're if you haven't attacked with anything, you're attacking with six one one haste. The funny thing one, is two, I haven't seen three. it out in play. I don't think I've ever seen anybody play it. Have you That's played possible. it? That's uh, possible. I can't I can't remember. I haven't played Feather since like the spring. Yeah. And I have not played Marissi officially yet. Because we haven't played since yeah, we've played since Drawblaze, which is a couple point. months. That's a while ago. We're just collecting cards and talking about magic. That's our focus right now. We're just getting uh, episodes ready for you guys, and then we don't ever play magic because we're <laughs> focused on doing this every week. Okay, uh, so what's your next card? Uh, again, I cheated. Two very similar ideas. So there's an enchantment called Cowardice of whenever a creature is targeted, that creature is returned to a hand. And then there's also Harobi death's whale which is whenever a creature is targeted destroy that creature and so like they're both i wanted to put like cowardice into my niv mizzet perun deck and i was like oh i draw a card ping a creature that creature goes back to their hand mm-hmm. and then i was like but it's asymmetrical so i was like if they target my niv mizzet i never get to target anything yeah. they could really fuck me and so like both of them are just like ah it, it I feel like this that, could backfire. It doesn't have that one-sidedness to them to yeah. make it so it's like just your opponent's creatures or whatever. I and, can see, yeah. And, and so Cowardice really almost put one into my adventure deck because there is a lot of like weird combat tricks. I do want those creatures to go back to my hand. I might still fit it in there. But again, like, it's that... <laughs> yeah. I just, no, I, it, I I just got to get that push. I, I, I think it's the same concept of like, is it fecundity? Yeah. Uh, that one almost made it on my list because I was just like... That makes sense, yeah. It's when any creature dies, that player draws, and it's like, I don't want to give a benefit to other... I guess you could almost say that with the joint forces stuff, too, where it's mm-hmm. sometimes that doesn't make a cut for me because I don't want to benefit my other player. The opponents, the other, yeah. yeah. That, and I think asymmetrical... I don't... I think that could be more fun for Commander. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is hard for me to put in because I do feel like if if I'm playing something that could hurt me, it's gonna hurt. It's Lowry. going to hurt me, <laughs> yeah. and so I, I it's that's it's, smart because it probably will. <laughs> like, hey, I'll be the first one to point out, like, hey guys, all you have to do is target his stuff, and it does it to him. Hit his <laughs> thing that's doing it last, and you just bounce everything else off of there. It, it feels like uh, like a. a hot stove top where i'm like staring at it I'm like oh that looks pretty i want to touch it Ow! and i'm burnt like that's how it's gonna work it's a good analogy yeah i was a kid that <laughs> all right my uh second one on the wait what the hell am i talking about oh there we go yeah this is your second one yeah it's my second one i'm getting lost we have too many lists on this one uh it's harvest season and i've liked this card ever since it came out in amonkhet it is one green three colorless when you play it, you get to bring into play from your grave or from your grave, from your library, the amount of tap creatures you have. You get to find that many basic lands and put them into play. I've had this in so many decks, and then it just doesn't make the final cut. It's always towards the end. I just I've never been able to actually keep this in a deck. I bought yeah. a bunch of these because I really like it. It just never makes it into a deck. And I did get this into one of my decks. Of course. Boom! You just it's, used my shit. <laughs> it's in Cumena because I want to be tapping creatures. like, And that's where that has really helped me out. I, I, where I feel like it's really to powerful. to use it is like with tokens. Just yeah. being able to attack with all those and having them tapped. That makes sense. But it just never <laughs> makes it. 
it's it's not nearly as consistent as like a Kadama's Reach or a Cultivate because you can run are, into that pretty good board wipe or you don't have the creatures and then it's just a dead card in your hand. Where those other cards, you always can go get a you know. Yeah, to I totally, land or... I totally see what you're saying. Like, it feels like because I've wanted to put it in multiple green decks, and I'm just like, nah, yeah, nah, nah. <laughs> which just came out on video last week. <laughs> Not sponsored by Lion King. That's <laughs> pretty good. Did you watch I mean, it? Yeah, 20 years ago. But did you watch the new one? No. They make some pretty good jokes with it, and it's Seth Rogen that's uh, Pumbaa. Yeah, yeah, I can he makes see a lot of pot a... references. No, he oh, doesn't. He's... <laughs> that's really all he funny. does. On it. He <laughs> speaks in pot, <laughs> but his stupid laugh. <laughs> 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 that was mean. Uh, okay, so your next card is what? Uh, my next card is going to be Archon of Valor's. Why Reach. are you looking on your phone? I just want to double check. Uh, so this is it's oh. from Battle Bond. Uh, five six flying vigilance trample. Oh, man, that feels really good, right? Uh, and then when it enters the battlefield, uh, choose artifact, enchantment, instant sorcery, or planeswalker. Players can't cast spells of the chosen type. Yeah, so you can choose any type of card, and people can't play that. Yeah, it's pretty brutal. And so if you're like a green white hate artifact deck, which I, I just haven't made that, you can just be like artifacts and then people can't play artifacts anymore which is going to be pretty or maybe you're light on creatures or something people can't cast creatures like that seems really powerful but it doesn't make your decks it just doesn't make the deck because again it affects you so you have to be tilted that yeah. way um and also it is at six mana it does feel yeah, slow ish be- to stop people so I feel like people are already throwing down their rocks at that point. Like you're just stopping somebody that top decks mm-hmm. a signet or a soul ring or whatever, which when you're at six mana, maybe not the most effective. But again, it's still flying vigilance reach. It's not flying reach, trample. <laughs> flying vigilance trample. Like it's if flying five, six vigilance six, reach trample. Not only can it fly, but it also can reach, <laughs> reach. the flyers when it's on the ground taking a break. Taking a break from flying. Thirsty. My wings are tired, <laughs> but I can reach you. <laughs> go go gadget arms. <laughs> Inspector gadget. Oh, that's another song I could do. You could. There even was there. Uh, my next one is as foretold. This is a freaking sweet card, and I want to get it in decks so many times, and I just never get it in there. I think it's only in Rashmi. It did make it in Rashmi. I believe so. I think so. That'd be the only deck that had it in it. Other than that, it's always been cut. It just seems it. It is a powerful card. So as foretold is like. It's a three man enchantment, never upkeep. You add a counter to it, and then you can cast something that's that or less than that for free. So your first turn, that's where people are breaking it with the suspend stuff because then you for zero just, and then for you zero just, and just, cast, just it. cast it. So you do that. That that's where modern was playing it in other formats, and then commander, you, you play that turn three and then you're just sitting there no one's going to destroy that you know it's not doing anything necessarily to the board but late game you're just casting whatever you want for free because you're getting so many counters on it even mid game that seems really good but again it doesn't ever make it in a deck but i think the reason why i did it with rashmi is because i get to cast a spell for free get rashmi's little fun ability yeah yeah so i think i agree with you i don't own this card so i haven't had to think about this one Mm. it does feel really bad late game maybe but you're you can cast one spell for free and one spell with mana but it still have to be like zero one two three but each turn you're putting a counter on it yeah but i'm saying late game oh you get it like if if you're you're pulling it late game i thought you're saying like if i had it out throughout the game no that that ends up being real good yeah okay yeah i get that um, I feel like is it similar to the new card Fires of Invention? It, I mean, like which one's Fires? It's the uh, red that's, guy. It's red enchantment for four, and then oh, you can play two. But spells it's only per on turn, your your turn, your turn, and as much land as you have. But I'm pretty sure. Let me pull it up really quick. 
But I'm pretty sure that as we're told, it's not just your turn, maybe? Beginning of, oh, it is your upkeep. Well, no, once each turn. So that's why it's in Rashmi. Yeah. So you can do it on everybody on else's team. And, yeah. yeah. So I, I can see that being perfect in Rashmi, or like really good there. I don't know where else I would play it, though. If you're playing anything with spells, if you're able to just cast one for free, always have that open. That's always a threat. You know, yeah, what I'm so saying? This, a counter this is, spell. Yeah, this is probably pretty good for a counter spell deck because yeah. that allows you to just cast them for free. Yeah, and there's a you reason. must make a counter spell deck just to play with this. <laughs> I should. You should. <laughs> I'd have to burn myself. <laughs> <laughs> wow, that's <laughs> that's a little, a little over, yeah, a little over the top. All right, I'll just cut myself instead. All right, so. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> you got to listen to different music. <laughs> Hey, oh, no, that wasn't our list. That, awesome. was, that was, dang it. That was our, <laughs> our A&L question from last week that we never got to. All right. Um, mine, this one's kind of a little wacky, but Bold were Heavyweights from Morning Tide. It's two colorless, red, red for an 8-8 trample. When it comes into play, all other players get to go and put any creature from their library into play. That sounds so dangerous. <laughs> It absolutely it is so dangerous. But again, that story of wanting to touch like a hot burner <laughs> on a stove, like just like oh, but this this could be fun. It, just it's gonna wreck your face. <laughs> That's why you don't play that card. It's gonna kill you. I was just thinking maybe like if I'm playing uh, like a deck that steals stuff, that could be fun. Yeah, like where you're able to just like. Uh, <laughs> But see, I would go get Ruin Scarred Demon, put that into play, then go get any card from my deck and put it into my hand. Yeah, and which is probably like a removal spell or a counter spell or just something bigger than an 8-8 trample. Like, there's so many ways that this could go wrong. Yeah, that's, there's so many. I see why this doesn't ever make the cut. But there are so many times that I consider... I, I almost put this in my Marissi deck. I, because I you're giving hope everybody you do creatures. put this in because I want to see this blow. I want to be playing the game when this happens because it will just blow up in your face. Just like turn four. Everybody's everybody going to go the biggest at you. Creature. That'd, That'd be, be such funny. a bad idea, right? Yeah, you should just you should just make a deck called Bad Idea. Everything in it is just well. If everybody does the right thing, that it won't hurt me. But this is all coming back at my face. The, Do the it. wrong thing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. So it does pull me. Like I wanted to make years ago. I made a bad like casual modern deck around this, where you know I put like even mind sensor in there, uh, Leon and Arbiter. And so, like, making it hard for people to search their libraries as well. But, again, it's only, like, I know I'm saying it's only an 8-8 trampler, but there's so much life out there. Like, you're just going to piss a ton of people off. Yeah. And, and you're working area. really hard at having people not search their libraries. And, like, they might still hit or have <laughs> the mana open. Like, I don't know. <laughs> Yeah, plus, I mean, think late it, game with that. How but it could garbage be really that, fun, <laughs> yeah. right? Not for you. It could be, Everybody though. else, it's going to be a lot of it fun. It could be a lot of <laughs> Like, what are you going to get? Uh, I'm going to get this is going to fuck with Lowry. I'm, okay, well, I'm going to go gonna and get, get Ulamog. Yeah. I'm going to go and get, yeah. Uh, I can see why you don't want that. All right. Uh, my <laughs> next one is kind of, it's. I do put this in decks, but more time, more often than not, it is on the table to be in the deck and then gets cut uh it's worm coil engine i know that sounds kind of crazy because we had this as one of our top cards for some list we had recently i don't remember what it was oh no it was the kill don't kill on site yeah don't kill on site i think this is currently in like one maybe two of my decks i'm not positive with that but I always want to put it in there because it has the life gain it has the death touch and then if it dies you know it splits and all that stuff but that's it only fits in like it has to fit with the theme and that just doesn't normally fit with my theme that i'm doing so yeah. really i think the decks that it's in are ones where i'm sacrificing i think it might be in um tesa tesa oh yeah i think for it's sure. in tesa because it be i'm yeah. sacrificing and doing her stuff or whatever so i'm doubling that it might have made it in Slimefoot, but again i haven't played Slimefoot for like a year and a half now because i don't like the deck anymore but I think that's about it. That's the only decks I can really think of that I might have it in. Yeah, um, and and for me, like, and I think and we've talked about in the past, like, you don't really like graveyard shenanigans mm -hmm. that much. You don't interact with it. Whereas me, like, that's why, like, 
Wormcoil Engine being colorless fits in so many decks when it comes to that kind of thing. Like, just being able to um, recur it with Feldon of the Third Path, like, that gets ridiculous. Or if you're... Uh, it's the, the, I would say... I would, there's, like, artifact shenanigans, If graveyard. you're playing a deck that's doing graveyard stuff, and I haven't built one for a while that way, um, it fits. And then, or... Like, Tesa is a sacrifice deck, mm-hmm. and I'm yeah. meant to bring back stuff from the graveyard, so it fit perfectly totally fits in the there. Theme. But yeah. other than that, I always try to get it in decks, because I'm like, I-, I need life gain in this. It's a 6-6, six, six and I gain life off of it, but then I always end up cutting that card, so... Yeah, for sure. No, I, I think it is really good, but again, I-, I would agree. Like, it might be just, like maybe too bland to fit mm. into a lot of stuff <laughs> a bland a bland six six death touch lifelink that splits but they're into vanilla two. keywords yeah, I know, I know. so yeah the splitting into two i think is the important like the interesting part yeah. so i i do really like it i like do. it it's just it doesn't it generates one it, or two let me, let me put decks. it this way it tries to get in a lot of decks and the percentage that it makes it in it yeah. is very small. That's kind of what this deck li- or this list <laughs> yeah. is, though. Just like cards that just don't make it. Yeah. All right. What's your last one on your list? Uh, so it's going to be Creeper Hulk, which is three colorless green, green, uh, five, five. And then you can pay a colorless and a green to until end of turn, one of your creatures becomes a five, five trampler. And for. For some reason, this like really pulls me because I'm just like big green uh, creatures. Yeah, <laughs> what trample? I, I could just turn like my early mana dorks into uh, like big actual threats mm-hmm. later on. Like you know, wood elves turns into a five five, and it's only your creatures. You can't do it. Yeah, others. that's I, I did check on that, and so yeah, it's only your creatures. That would have been a lot more fun too if you can be like, if you attack that, I'll turn your guy into a five five. That would be re- very interesting. That, that yeah. would probably pull me into playing it. Yeah, I could see why it gets maybe a cut. It's really nice. I mean, especially if you're playing a token deck. Yeah. But again, you have to have that mana open. It is mana intensive, totally. To do that. Like, it'd be nice if you could just have one and do it to one and one, and, you know, change a bunch of them. But tapping two, that gets a little... Can that, be a, a bit more like... I think uh, there there's a couple of things that could be really cool with it. There's like... A, it's an enchantment reservoir. Kind of went off when, uh, shit, yada yada. I don't remember. All right, something reservoir. But whenever reservoir you attack with dogs, no, that's a movie, <laughs> Tarantino. Uh, but it's whenever Stuck you attack with a creature, with you. put a token on that enchantment, and then you can remove uh, tokens from that enchantment to add mana of any color. Oh, like, so you could attack with tokens, put like. The charge lands you're talking about? No, no, they're not lands. It's an enchantment. Okay. Druid's Reservoir. I think that might be it. Two green colorless enchantment. Avacyn's Restored. believe that's it. Sure. Um, you want me to look it up? No. <laughs> uh, so, but that that could add mana when you're attacking or something like uh, Bear Umbra or mm-hmm. uh, you have to have it untapped before like it deals damage. So like sort of Feast and Famine doesn't really do much for you. I can see why you cut it though. It's yeah, the, it's it's just mana intensive. Yeah, it's a much. little too expensive. You're probably not doing enough damage at one point, and so it's just kind of like. But it seems really kind of cool. But definitely in a, I can see it going in a token weenie deck though. That's where I would see it when you have extra mana, like a little bit of a sink or something. Yeah, like I, this this for sure wasn't good enough in like, uh, Nikia, like doubling mana. I could just pay one forest. And gives makes something a five five, but most of my stuff is four four five five anyway, so it just wasn't going to do yeah. enough. Yeah, this um, in a token little weenie deck makes some magnum deck, big magnums. No, I get it. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, my last. That's, what, one. that's <laughs> what magnums are. Yep, they're big. They, they don't call them the mini magnums. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my last one is Mind's Eye. I always try to get this one in decks, and I think it is in a deck or two, but it's a good draw engine. But again, it's it's five to come out, and then you have to leave that mana open. And they, it's the tapping part I don't like. I hate that way you have to tap the... You'd much rather just play Consecrated Sphinx and draw two Correct. and pay nothing. Or play Ristic Study and have you pay <laughs> mana for me to draw, not draw cards. Uh, I, and so I just, I think it's the five part 
of getting it out there and then that turn you're probably not going to be able to do its ability because that's kind of a hefty amount to come out yeah uh and then turns after that it's good i don't it's a good card but it never makes it (laughs) yeah that's for me i i used to i like like tried really hard to trade for it finally got it and it was you know it was kind of like a ten dollar card and it i got it and i was just like it doesn't work there doesn't work there i i totally agree with you like i cut this card all the time I'm like it's just not good enough like this is taking the spot of something more powerful mm-hmm. um, or fits with the deck more fits the yeah. theme or and so the the one place to, that i have found that i really do like it is the uh oketra deck from war of the spark that i made mm-hmm. like i run out of cards in mono white yeah and like it it for sure fills a hole where you have that problem with drawing cards, which mono white has mono red probably has that same problem. Mm-hmm. Um, and so those I think is where you could for sure use this. Uh, maybe I'm or if you're playing a uh, deck that ramps a lot has a lot of rocks. Yeah. And so just being the, able to the mono that. open and everything. I think, I think I saw Trombley play this in his Kalia deck. Cause he's leaving whenever you're leaving a ton of mana open, like he's just dropping dragons and angels and stuff like that. Then you just have that mana open. Like you can play that and still have that the mana open there. Yeah. That, that could be something that, where that would work too. But yeah, but, I mean, I've, I mean, I like this card a lot. I have a proxy I made of it and then I have a game of Thrones proxy I made <laughs> of it. And I don't even have that in a deck. I have the original proxy, but yeah, it just, it always is, it's always one of the last ones to get cut because it is a good draw engine. It's just when you get the five cast and you're trying to get your mana down because I'm always really mm-hmm. fucking high with mine. <laughs> I don't know. It sucks. It's one of the last ones to get cut. Just cutting it. All right. Let's move into our downgraded stuff. Yeah, we could talk about So what is the idea we're going here? So we're kind of going with, <laughs> I don't know what we're doing here. That's a messed up idea. Like both of these are kind of like weird ideas. Um, what are what are some cards that you like but don't play with, and what are some cards that aren't as powerful as cards you should be playing with? That's what, <laughs> that's what this episode is. Yeah. We're just, yeah, we totally we just made two lists. Uh, <laughs> one of cards that no, aren't cards. No question works right in there too. What you gonna go to college for that you're not doing? <laughs> What's the point of this episode? This is this is a stupid episode. I remember we did one of these way back in the day. Oh man! All right, well, I had fun right there though. Yeah. I like talking about cards that I would never talk about because they never make it into a deck. <laughs> oh boy! All right, so these, but I, I will give. I think we're just more giving advice here of not going all the way down to the bottom of the barrel. Like, let's do the first example. Dual lands. If you can afford the dual lands, you get the dual lands. If you can't afford the dual lands, don't go down to the tap lands or the I gain a life lands. Yeah, I think think there are even... even, I I understand that there are some... Again, one of the reasons why you want to downgrade is budget. Right. And so budget is dependent on whatever you were able to do. But yeah, I mean if you're if you're buying the precon and not changing it at all, a mana base, oh, like you're I, make sure you're only buying maybe one precon then. Like I, that's that's hard because like they're really slow. Also depends on your play group. Like if everybody's playing those tap lands and nobody has a lot of money uh, like money to some buy and stuff. Slow games. They can be. <laughs> they can be. <laughs> They seem like they would be. So, um, at, at least there, okay. there are that. But there are plenty of oh, there's some lands that are way, way better and still under like five bucks. Right. Uh, so, the first ones that you go to is the shocks. Those are, the uh, those next, are 10 to 15. Those are your next step down from the duels for would, being similar to the duels. To a degree. Yeah. Because they're fetchable. Um, you know, you got each basic land type. Uh, you could go with the cycle ones. You cycle can, ones are super cheap, and yeah. they come into play tap. But if you don't need, like, if you're getting flooded, you can just draw a card for paying two. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just way better than having it come into play tap land or gaining a life. 
You like, also have the Battle for Zendikar lands, which those depend on two other basics being in play. Otherwise, they come into play tapped. And if you have fetches, e- even if you don't have fetches, I really like these cards for the price. Mm-hmm. Um, like, again, I play enough basics that these come into play untapped almost all the time. For sure. Because it doesn't have to be the same basic. It's just two basics or more. Then, yeah. yeah. And so I, I I played 12 basics. That's my minimum. That's mostly, it's like 12 to 16. That's my range for basics. And, yeah. Um, it, it just works out all the time. Like, and I then just don't have any problem. I would say if you're tr- getting out of the uh, dual lands with the, the names, go for the freaking scry lands. Those are amazing to I, use. I really like the scry lands as well, yeah. Or you have the corset lands that were yep. just in standard, like, so these just are, rotated. Both of these don't have the basic land type, so you don't get that. The first two we named there... Yeah, but like if you have Glacial Fortress, which is like blue white, it can comes into play untapped if you control a an island or a plains. Like, and you have the full ten of that version just reprinted in Ixalan and Dominaria. Um, They just rotated out. I will say one thing that was better than both of those: better than the Scry lands, better than those lands, Battle Bond lands. Yeah, those are yeah, those are expensive. If those are like s- ten to fifteen. If you're gonna yeah, start those are like with shocks. the the lands of that don't have a land basic land type, get the battle bond lands because those things are only yeah. gonna go up until they reprint them. Yeah, I, I would agree with that. So those those are pretty good. Uh, but again, there's you have the pain lands, which I think are decent. Which like if they tap for a, a color of a mana, they'll deal you one damage. And then, yeah, one damage That's for fine. a color. Like City of Brass is decent. Like, I think there's a lot of downgraded stuff that you can still kind of play around with, and you don't have to go out and get mana, mana Confluence that now is up to, like, 40... Yeah. Like, it feels like 40, 50 bucks at this point because of Pioneer. You City of Brass. Be be good, smart with your money. Uh, I don't have any problem with that. Glad so, you don't have a problem with I that. don't have a problem with a problem with, with the tap lands. Don't play with I the have a problem with lands. the tap lands. I think I think you can save up and buy the smaller mana base. The to be honest with you, I'd rather play with a ba- basic land than play a tap land. You know what I'm saying? I agree. Or, like, definitely make sure... Like, I almost always have Terramorphic Expanse and Involving Wilds in my deck. So that was my next one. Those are your fetches. For your fetches. Okay, so yeah. instead of playing with the fetches... Um, you know, those are all really freaking expensive. Go for Evolving Wilds, Terramorphic Expanse. Um, you got the new one, Fabled Passage, in standard currently, which yeah, it's a little that just got expensive, but you might have it, and I'd say become a patron and <laughs> get a proxy of or, it. Or, uh, what is it? Primal Vista? Yeah, Primal Vista from Modern Horizons is pretty great. But also some of the other expensive. ones that are pretty decent was the the panoramas are all really good. So you have eh, I don't like those nearly as much. But, but yeah, it's I, a good I, replacement for the fetches. Um, you have Bant, Jund. So it has the three color tribes, and those you can come in and you can just tap them for one colorless mana. And if you want, you can tap two, sacrifice them, and go search for one of the three basic lands. Whatever they're associated yeah. with. Uh, and then the other ones I saw was Termal Moraine. I don't play with that one very much. Or Warped Landscape. Both of those do the same yeah. thing. No, there's there's also some weird fetches from uh, Visions, which, uh, like... Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. I have those. Yeah. Where so it's you like can actually... Creeping, not Creeping Tar Pit, but it's a tarp that... that the tar pit thing where it has a dinos- vultures yeah and, vulture yeah. and the tar thing uh so those actually get types yeah but they would they come into play tapped no matter what yeah so you can go and get a shock and just gets in and play tapped i feel like there's another thing there there's also thawing glaciers which is reserve mm-hmm. list it's like 20 ish bucks now so that's a little more expensive and but- that's also kind of awkward but if you're playing like oracle moldaya or exploration that allows you to like play more lands thawing glaciers turns into a pretty solid card um then we jump into i, I kind of made a weird this way i got like the sensei top stuff so sensei's sylvan library miri's guile and scroll rack are kind of your those are expensive ones. Expensive cards. Not everybody's going to have that. They're no. they're your way to look at your top and adjust your top and everything. But some some interesting replacements for that. Actually, Bolus's Citadel is at a buck right now. Which yeah, and you're that, just playing cards off the top. Bolus's Citadel is bonkers. That's I that think one of my so good. The foil of that is three dollars right now. That's 
probably a decent spec. Uh, yeah, I'm going to be picking that up pretty soon. Are you specking on that, Adam? That's going to be on my uh, dollar to do. There, there is a uh, promo foil version of that as well, which is like a different angled of the Citadel. Hmm. That looks kind of cool, too. I don't know the price on that, though. Uh, I also had on there Mystic Forge. That's pretty decent for doing similar things as those... Yeah, actually, I have that uh, in my Cumena deck because mm. you can play morph cards off the top because it's a colorless spell at that point. Um, we didn't do a spotlight on that or anything, but Jason Alt has a pretty good article on Cumena and what's going on with like cards with that. Long past due at this point, but it's a uh, Cumena. The the morph deck is is really kind of an interesting beast. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then I had on there Lifecrafter's Bestiality. And Soothsane. And then I had Halmar Depths, but that's not really because it's a land comes in and only does it the one time if you're able to, you know, sure. you're yeah, yeah. top. But so they, that was meh. They've done a really good job of spreading out, like being able to get some card advantage from uh, consistency's sake at um, this point. So what were some... Oh, I got some other things in here, but you also had talked <clears throat> about um, some examples of... So for for my list on this part is uh, the it was the idea of why mm-hmm. play cards that are like downgraded. So like when we're talking about um, a fetches, if you don't have the fetches, try and go and get the other types of fetches that we we're you know ta- just talking about. Uh, depending on the price, when we talked about budget, but also sometimes like theme works a little bit. So like even if you're playing Cyclonic Rift in a deck. If you're a bounce deck, you could play Evacuation or Flood of Tears or like other cards that mass bounce Aether things. Aether Flux sp- uh, Sprouts? Sprouts? Yeah, Aether Sprouts. sprouts. Yeah. Aether Sprouts. Aether yeah. Flux Sprouts. It- <laughs> <laughs> I said Sprouts. Sprouts. I mean, everybody yeah, loves a, Sprouts. It's a lot of... It's a, uh, washout. Like, you can have these okay. cards that have consistency, that bounce card, and that's why you play downgraded cards. It doesn't always have to be that top card and that's the only one you're playing you can right. go down the line within a so theme like crater of behemoth you could uh replace that with a end rays board but it doesn't have to runner. be a replace it could just be i have end rays i have crater hoof yeah. i have uh other card you know overrun Ronus. so those Ronus, like those cards that help out your entire team so that you have consistency within your deck so that's that's one reason why you might be playing with different versions of the best card what actually might be an upgrade is triumph of the horde it could be die from poison lowry uh another reason why you might want to be using a downgraded version would be like you're just looking for a different play experience which we've talked about or i don't do the uh well that's where we don't use the tutors is kind of similar to that yeah having a different experience and then just like oh everybody's playing cyclonic rift what if i just use this card and maybe maybe you could have it in your play group everybody can play cyclonic rift but maybe you just have it in one deck mm. so that it just doesn't even though it's going to show up is that a hint not as consistent i'm not making any rules with you <laughs> you can do whatever you want man <laughs> you can do whatever you want i just make sure i attack you until you're at, before you're at seven mana <laughs> that's what i do when you're in blue um also, going back to the power level conversation that we had two weeks ago, if your play group or you don't want your deck at a certain power level, there are different variations of cards to allow you to have mm-hmm. not bring as, down your level. That's not, yeah. so it's not as high. Yeah, not overbearing in your play group, or uh, you don't want to be super competitive. Like again, those are those are things. And um, when we're talking about tutors, when you have Enlightened Tutor and Demonic Tutor, those cards are really efficient, and they get you what you need, and you have a plan with them. Go to Diabolic Tutor. Yeah. but it, That really yeah, downgrades you, it. Yeah, you can go to a four-mana tutor, or you can go, like I was talking about, Xur the Enchanter, or you can go to Demon, or the the Demon that you just Rune said. Runescarred Demon. Runescarred Demon. Like, you can use different tutors. They're still good. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like doing the the four mana demon or what's the goddamn diabolic, diabolic tutor in a Kalia deck <clears throat> is still pretty good you're still putting an angel or demon or dragon in your hand and putting that into play mm-hmm. untapped or like tapped and attacking so there there are still reasons to be able to do that kind of thing so don't you don't have to feel bad i to like play a downgraded version i wouldn't play diabolic tutor in Kalia. 
I'd play if I was gonna play a tutor, then I'd. <laughs> but you would want to play multiple. Like if you're doing oh, that, you I can do multiple. That's the consistency part that you can do. An- another thing of why I play cards that aren't maybe the most powerful versions of a card is sometimes I want to play a foil downgraded version versus the best card non-foil. Sometimes I just want to stick use a foil card for some reason that draws me and I want to use that a little bit more. Cuz it's cheaper you're saying? Like No, the- no, no. Like if I have a foil version of Evacuation, mm-hmm. I might want to play that over a Cyclonic oh, Rift. Oh, gotcha. It's just like, ah, I just want I this like one to be a little shinier. It's foil. Yeah. <laughs> so sometimes you just want to do it just for the look and the aesthetic of mm-hmm. something. So uh, those were kind of the things that I was kind of playing around with and why you don't want the top of the top all the time. It's so funny. We did completely different. Yeah, we did very different lists. <laughs> yeah, because then I went down and I was like, okay, so if you have Oracle and Moldiah, you can go get the Cruiser of Corfix or Corsair of Crufix or Mina and Den. And if you have Crucible, if you want Crucible Worlds, go get Ramen Up Excavator. Like, I just completely did. No, you did a great job. <laughs> it's funny because he, he looked at my list and he's to... like, oh, yep, we did everything very different. Very different. <laughs> but I get it. I get it. Yeah. So. We're doing both lists, and mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. That's okay. <laughs> and I'm okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I just that... wish you communicated better with me. <laughs> well, the funny thing is, this is like pulling back the curtain. I think we've said it before. Lara and I purposely don't talk during the week. Like we text back and forth, but we don't talk. Like we talk about show ideas and what we're going to talk about and all that. But we don't we, break yeah. it down because this is our natural reaction. There's a little bit beforehand. We go, okay, this is what we're going to do. This is whatever. That's how we figured out that our lists were different. But for the most part, we want our reactions to be Yeah. You just real. want to read my texts. <laughs> why don't you pay attention to my text? It says, and why play a downgraded card? Why don't you listen to my text? Listen to your text. Listen. Half the time it's misspelled. So I have to try to investigate and mm. figure out what the hell you're trying to this say. This is probably <laughs> true. And if you follow us on Twitter, you've probably also noticed that my uh, fingers hit no, a couple actually, of letters. Your, your Twitter is pretty uh No, there are definitely spot times. On no, it's pretty bad Compared sometimes. to your text. Your text, your texts are like <laughs> reading my dad's text. And my dad has like severe Real dyslexia. Bad dyslexia. <laughs> I have a little bit. But my dad has it like major. I'm like, God damn it. Larry I'll and my admit, dad. when the public's going to see it, I for sure sure read everything <laughs> more at least once and then yeah. i change i always change something with larry and i we don't we purposely <laughs> don't talk during the week just because we want to have each other's natural like because how we used to do it was we would talk all the time about new stuff coming out yeah. and all that like on the phone and like freaking little teenage girls and that's kind of why the, cindy said you guys should do a podcast because it's all you guys do is talk about magic and it's like yeah so we've changed things I mean, a little bit kind of so it's like it's depressing to hear that. What? That's all you guys talk about. It's just magic. <laughs> it is all we talk about is magic. It's not true. How many times do you look at do you ever take a day off from looking at any magic cards? <laughs> are you gonna look at magic cards when you're on vacation? <laughs> of course you are. <laughs> I don't I look at magic, especially now with Twitter and everything like that. I've look at that so many times throughout the day. It's stupid. <laughs> stupid but it's awesome at the same point all right what, what do you you want to finish off your list I, I already finished my list did you yeah oracle of oracle and remin up excavator i kind of just was given some options but crucible the thing is worlds. is right now crucible worlds isn't as crazy as it was it's gonna get there so if you don't have crucible might yeah, as well sure. just go get it but um yeah i was more taking you the do cards like that life you... of the loam like you're talking about like graveyard synergies with your lands yeah stuff like that so i think there's always going to be like the ability to have consistency and that's down like if you see a card that works with a card and you're like ah oh, that's bad it's cheap don't think like that because if you think it's going to work at you're least get one it. Yeah. try it see what you have going on like well just that, like you're that's saying, part of if brewing your deck and building theme decks. is about if, a get rug like you're wanting to yeah. play multiple land like you need multiple ways of doing that you can't just have the one like crucible worlds is perfect for that mm-hmm. not you're not going to come across that. the crucible yeah. worlds in your 100 card deck very often and well so now you, you have a ramen up excavator yeah. now you have a better chance of life from it. the loam yeah. or you have uh splendor reclamation like there are cards that bring lands back and you kind of want all of those like yeah in my mind like i was buying splendor reclamation which is a sorcery for 50 cents they're like two three bucks now i see it getting higher because it brings Mm -hmm. all lands back into play tapped from your graveyard like 
that's a great card yeah. before people and is just, it a, it's only one green and three colors right? yeah yeah so like <coughs> that style of card if you're like oh this works well with this and depends on depending on what budget you are what your theme are all of those things kind of mixed together and I see no reason why you shouldn't buy cheaper versions of a card mm-hmm. because sometimes they just might end up being better. They might get more expensive later on. And that's part of just having a collection and having a bunch of cards. Fill your toolbox. Yep. All right. Let's move into our last topic, A&L questions. Mm. Which one are we doing? Oh, we yeah. are doing... This comes from... <laughs> Maya... Uh, on Twitter was it? oh, it's Maya Butt Reeks. <laughs> stupid. <laughs> no, you're right. That was stupid. <laughs> you said it wasn't going like, to be good. You don't. That's a, that's our one of our listeners, Maya Butt Reeks, <laughs> at Maya. Butt- oh boy. Oh, teenage boys here. That'd All be right. Great if you showered. <laughs> My eyes are watering. So my that's, but- as, ba- that's as bad as my maybe <laughs> team. <laughs> that's right there. Maya butt re- reeks ass. What did? Where do we go? Uh, not where do we go to college? <laughs> what uh, did you graduate with from college? Where? Okay. Yeah, all that. And, and also, what, do what you are we do doing now? now? Which is not the thing from college. So why don't you start us off, Larry? My butt reeks really wants to know. It's our, I think, our first female listener. <laughs> I don't. I want that assume. we know of. I want to assume that we know of. That we know of. That has contacted us about this questions. <laughs> you, you know Maya. <laughs> just go. Just do your part. <laughs> Stop just looking at me. I'm crying still because it's really uh, dumb. Okay, so I went to school to become a health and physical education teacher, which is a double major, and it took me a while. Oh, don't do that because it took me a while. It took me a lot longer. No, it <laughs> took me it took me five years plus student teaching, uh, K through twelve licensure. So I, I was. I, I could teach kindergarten <clears throat> through senior in high school. Uh, it was it was a lot of fun. Did you know passed everything? Did well. Then uh, went out and subbed in the the wild and uh, also had fun. But it just uh, didn't work out for me. Yeah, the jobs weren't there as... at at that point in time. So like I, I kind of pivoted. And our family, uh, you know, aunts, uncles, grandparents, all of them are very um kind of work for themselves type thing they all kind of run that yeah self-employed and so i become became kind of like a handyman slash property manager they kind of um, went hand in hand with at the same time as what we were i was doing too yeah and that that's probably where i got like working with you and that's when we started talking magic all the time yeah. we would spend eight hours a day yeah, talking magic and and then you would drive home an hour, and we, yeah, we would you'd call me up. Yeah, we talk all the way. <laughs> that was ridiculous was, times. Why didn't we do a podcast then? It didn't exist oh, then. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so yeah, we could uh, we can talk some time. But yeah, that's you know I I, I learned a lot of my painting from you because you did that in high school. Yeah, I did a lot of you high did. school and college. Yeah. So I learned that, and then my my dad runs properties and. Uh, your dad does construction or uncle does construction. Uh, and so I just kind of became whenever I could work, I worked. Larry can fix anything. That's not true. I can, Almost I can anything. fix stuff. I can, yeah. there, there are plenty gotten, of things that I don't uh, you, know how. Uh, from when we worked, when you were working with me on the rentals, you know, a lot more than what I, when we knew back then. Basically. Yeah. I was pretty incompetent back then though. <laughs> like, but I mean, you were just starting out with all that stuff. But you actually did a little bit more than that. You used to work on your dad's. Your <clears throat> also did farming. Farming, yeah. yeah. So I did. I did some farming. I I always helped my dad do harvest and, in and planting down in Nebraska. Um, and that kind of like made it hard to teach consistently too, because it'd go. You know, spring would be when planting happened, and fall is when harvest happened, and you know you're taking like two months out on each side i've i've harvested up until thanksgiving before that was like the last year i was like dad i'm done yeah i can't do this anymore um because we were harvesting for you know it 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 can be a long time like 
uh, old Bessie, our combine, is at that point ten years ago was forty years old. Jeez. Like it was, it was, it was a lot of work. Is your dad still farming it out? Or? He still farms, and uh, he bought a new combine right when I quit. And <laughs> Perfect timing. <laughs> I'm, I'm pretty sure he kept the old combine just to keep me around, and once I was done, he was like, oh, this is too much work. Let's get a, <laughs> let's get a new one. <clears throat> and it just doesn't break down nearly as much. <clears throat> um, does he still farm the same amount of land you guys are farming? No, he does more. He does is, more? Yeah, he's silly. He's a silly Jeez. man because he's getting old. Yeah. He's up there. He's the <laughs> oldest out of the brothers. He is. So, but uh, that's kind of where my career path has kind of been. So totally yeah. followed your college career? <clears throat> yeah, that teaching thing. <laughs> I, I would say if I didn't do the teaching aspect, <clears throat> I wouldn't do this. What do you mean? Um, I became, you know, a big thing of becoming a teacher is like, I've always kind of tried to focus on something that I wasn't good at or fearful of and kind of like try and become better so like at speaking, it. Speaking? Yeah, of? speaking. I used to like in high school I would get super nervous mm. and like my the palms of my hand would hurt from like anxiety and stuff like that. And I just I don't have that anymore. And so I you, being in front of students and making lesson plans and being very confident in what you're doing um <clears throat> it teaches you how to prepare for it and there are different ways of doing mm. that too. So but just going down that line of teaching helped me become better meeting people and um, doing so, a podcast. Yeah, doing a podcast and being wait more until we're in front of a, a, a audience. Could you do it then? <laughs> Are we going to do this in front of a live studio <laughs> audience one day? Oh man, that would be awful. Yeah, <laughs> I've heard shows and when they do it live, it sounds so different when they're in front of people. I don't know. Everybody, the dynamic changes, you know. Well, because like, you're probably. You're interacting with the, people, the crowd yeah. too i went to school to be a meteorologist Ooh, that sounds sciencey went there a lot longer than lowry it took me seven years Did a it? lot of people yeah go but to you school. didn't transfer <laughs> a lot of people go to school to be for seven years yeah they're called doctors <laughs> uh, yeah so i went actually i went <laughs> to good, milwaukee yeah i went to milwaukee for two years and then I decided, sorry, Wisconsinites, Wisconsin sucks. No, I, I just, I we was going home almost it. every other weekend and I transferred to St. Cloud State and then that's where I got my meteorology degree. Problem was, uh, things didn't work out credit wise that transferred over and so I got placed in wrong classes and I graduated. Yeah, that, I could have had a double major. I, I graduated with like a hundred extra credits because... Yeah, oh. I just didn't have the right credits for whatever. Anyways, yeah. See, you guys, you're lucky. So I went to Augsburg College, and yours sounds so much more impressive when you talk about credits because each one of my classes was only one credit. Oh, really? So one was the max you could do, and then you could have half credits, quarter credits. Some classes were no credit. What? Yeah. How does that work? I don't know. I think it was more like musicians got fucked on that end because we have a, a pretty good uh, music program at Augsburg. And you, they went to class all the time. They're like, yeah, this is worth 25, you know, quarter credit. And I was like, but you go like every day. Instead of, you know, the every other hour or hour That's and a crazy. half. Yeah, so um, that so was you, fun. You, how, do, how do people even transfer in and out of there then? You, that was part of it too. <laughs> you, they just locked you yeah, in. Like, They're like, you can't leave. <laughs> yeah, if you leave now, you've been here for four years and you only have five credits. <laughs> like, and so like, I, and I kind of, I never, I didn't have an advisor because I don't, uh, I don't commit very well. Hmm. And so... Um, I was taking health and physical education courses, even though I hadn't like committed to majoring in that. But so I never had an advisor to tell me where to go. So I was doubling up on like English credits and math credits. And <laughs> so I, I could have, I, I graduated with, it was a double major. And then I was like one credit away from like a Spanish minor, an English oh, minor, a math minor. And I was like, God, I could go for another semester and just like, just get them all. And I was just like, but no yeah but I, and so your 100 credits sounds ridiculous to yeah, me i don't even got, know there how to, are ways i don't know how to quantify I got, that i was like i think i was like five five or six credits off of 
double majoring, getting a mass community. No, it was because I had to take some other higher level mass communication courses. So I went to do an actual be a weatherman, which if I redid everything, I mean, I wouldn't be where I am now, you know, wife, kids, everything. I wouldn't sure. have done that. Yeah, it'd be very different. So I wouldn't change that knowing where I'm at. But uh, Mississippi State has a really good TV meteorology pro- like program there. Hmm. And I would have gone there instead. Whereas St. Cloud State, we learned how to, like, they learn it a lot different. They teach them how to be on TV, and they do the basics, where we learned the dynamics of meteorology. The math of it. Exactly. And that's that's the part that really hung me up when I was going through college, is because I got placed in the wrong, too high of a level of math, where I didn't... I didn't have the in-between, and so I didn't oh. know what was going on. And then my teacher saw how bad I was trying, you know, how hard I worked, felt bad, and gave me a D plus, which was Ooh. actually bad because then I couldn't go backwards. Like, if you would have failed me, then I could have gone backwards and got credit. <laughs> so instead, I had to retake it and retake it. It was just, it was awful. But, so, yeah. Then when I graduated, maybe was, you just earned that D plus. Yeah, man, I worked so because I never in high school I didn't get below a B in high school, so I get to college no. and then I get a D plus. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? So then Adam I get went out through of, puberty after college. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so then I transferred or I graduated from St. Cloud State. And then when that happened was when the downturn of the market was. Yeah, yeah. 2008-ish yeah. was a, a huge downturn. And, like, again, none of the t- for me, none of the teachers were retiring. They're like, ah, I don't have any money. Yep. The only jobs that were available for TV meteorologists was uh, in Texas. And I was like, fuck, I don't want to go to Texas. Nothing Sorry, to get if Texas. you guys have, like, Texas. Yeah, we pulled her, like, <laughs> hey, listeners, if we oh, guys are from Texas. There's a Minnesota, and I'm like, ah, I didn't want to go down to Texas, because really, I, my dream was actually to go to Colorado, and that was where I wanted to okay. forecast for a while there. But anyways, got down to college. That was the only jobs that were open. So I went to where I had an internship, was on the radio, so I did a radio. So yeah. I actually had a little practice with this stuff yeah so this kind of works for you a little uh, bit. so i did that for a year but i was overnights and then i was told by my boss that i wanted to go to mornings and that was like the job like the one you wanted to get and he was like nope djs are horny dudes and they only want girls in the morning i was like oh okay because he was having new people come in and they were gals and he was just like nope they get to go to the morning shift and you stay overnight and i was like fuck <laughs> you i'm done with this shit done. So I quit after about a year, and at that same time is when I was buying rental properties. Yeah, and then that's when I, well, I had I mean, my the real houses were relatively cheap at that yeah. point too, and you were working and and I had my real estate. My my mom's been in the business all my life, pretty much real estate, and so she made me get my real estate license when I was in college. So I had my I never did okay. anything really with yeah. it. Yeah. Uh, so then. While I was working there, I was also looking for rental properties, and then that's how I got. What and, I, I and I remember you doing the overnights too, because I'd be down on the because you did the area for my farm. Oh yeah, that's right. And so like shit was getting wild down there for storms, and I'd call up Adam and I'd be like, "What's going on? Hey, here? so can you tell me what's going on? That's right. I, I can't about get that. like the Thursday night football game or something. Yeah. And so I'd call you up or text, and you'd be like, "Yeah, you you should probably get to a basement. Oh yeah, there was a there was a couple of those where I was oh, like, "Dude, sure. it's coming to you. Get yeah." <laughs> Yeah, because I'd be like, "Hey, Dad, we're we're going to bed." So Go I, down in the basement. I guess I should uh, say what the the radio stuff. What it was is we covered three hundred stations around the Midwest, and so we were one of the people that like if you're listening to the radio and then there's a severe thunderstorm warning or a tornado warning, we are the ones that would break into the radio station. Basically, you had we had a code that we could mm-hmm. knock them off the air. Oh, wow, and be that's like, power. Hey uh storms tracking here blah 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 blah, and it's all live and all that stuff so that was what i did there and then so quit that job and i've been doing real estate ever since uh just recently kind of over the last three years started doing vacation properties down in florida we sold our rentals up here in minnesota and we have vacation rentals in florida so 
Yeah. Larry doesn't help me with my properties here anymore. He used to be my... Because you got rid of them. Yeah, I got rid of them all. So they're down there. So, so that's... My, my income shrunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Larry also has a few rental properties with your dad, too, and your brother, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah and so you just... You kind of just continue to do what you do, and you try and take the time, and you... I think I'm okay with it. Like, fixing up stuff, I'm okay with it. You're good at it. I'm pretty... I'm okay at being a landlord at this point. No, I think you're really I'm good I'm kind at of it. a pushover. Well, that's just in general. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, I mean... That Unless transfer, you get booze in you, then you're just to, a dick. It transfers to my work, and that sucks. <laughs> no, uh, you've... It, it's crazy because he's you have helped me when i've needed when my mom's when i sell my mom's sure. rental yeah. property you knew what you were doing that's when i noticed it because it was just like two years ago three years ago this was when drake was like one I yeah remember he was we, young we, we were fixing up the place and we locked drake in the bedroom with a little baby <laughs> gate <laughs> he wasn't happy about that but yeah that's yeah, when i, I was like holy that. crap larry has learned a lot from when i was working with you before so yeah thank you yeah, yeah. and i still call you on weather <laughs> Like what's yeah, going on? Get, You're like ah. family always calls. It like, <laughs> and the, I what's still going have my, on? I still know. You know, I I know where to look. I don't have the same tools that I used to have, but I know what I'm looking for. So yeah, and you could I probably look at like the radar on screen and just yeah. understand it a lot better than I could. I mean, you could understand it the same, but forecasting wise, well, I guess yeah. I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> Shut. I can't. Look at that stuff. All right. So that was a good anal question. Yeah. Thank you so much, Maya. <laughs> Don't forget a last name. I forgot it. But, but Reeks. <laughs> well, what's her last name? But Reeks. That's weird. That's it's her... like German. Oh, that's not German at all. No. Isn't it? Nope. But Reeks? Nope. Probably Antarctican. Because <laughs> <laughs> oh. they have made up names there. Thank you, Maya Buttreeks. That was a very good question. Jesus. You guys can send your questions to us. Uh, hashtag ANL questions on Twitter. All right, that should do it for this week's episode. We will catch you guys next week when Lowry's back and from Florida, nice and tan. We'll see you I guys don't, later. I don't tan. Bye. See you. Bye. <laughs>